You're the weird one, man. Don't make me feel weird because I like porn. You're the weird one for not liking porn. I'm normal as shit. Peeing on people, that's normal? Evan, I'm not saying I'm gonna look at it. I'm just saying that it comes with the site, okay? I don't know what I'm gonna be into 10 years from now. I'm just sick of all the amateur stuff, you know? I mean, like, if I'm paying top dollar, I want a little production value, you know? Like some editing, transition, something, some music. Yeah, you know, well, I'm sorry, Evan, that the Coen brothers don't direct the porn that I watch. They're hard to get a hold of, okay? We interrupt this program to bring you a special report. This is Cheap Seat Reviews. Hey, and welcome to Cheap Seat Reviews, the podcast that explores the Hollywood film industry for the greater good. This is episode 192, and tonight we're talking about Superbad. I am Sean Allred, and joining me tonight, hopefully eventually some point, will be Andrew, you look like Aladdin Jemison, and joining me actually here now in the live is uh, Sam is drinking soap or beer vector? I, I, there was blood on my pants. <laughs> that was so gross. Okay, so let's with a few with a few uh, choice expletives um, around that statement as oh well. I just don't gosh. feel like rooster telling tonight. Oh my gosh, like like crazy. Um, uh, did you have to? But when you were pulling clips, how did you? I run, Okay, did you wear down your button? No. So let's <laughs> let's just get it out of the way. Well, first, okay. Against Andrew's not yeah. here, so let's do this. What is super bad? Well, it's the 2007 comedy with two codependent high school seniors are forced to deal with separation anxiety after their plan to stage a booze-soaked party goes awry. That's a weird word. A-W-R-Y. It looks like Auri. Auri. It goes Auri. It goes Auri. It goes Auri. But I I never got it as codependent. I saw that, too. I was like, eh, that's weird. Yeah. It was was literally... I mean... they're friends, but I don't see them as codependent friends. And, and it wasn't until like the last second of the movie where I was like, "Oh, this movie's dealing with separation anxiety," and and it was dumb. <laughs> it was dumb. Yeah, I mean, goodness gracious! Like in the home ec class, you know, um, what's his name, skinny kid? Yeah, Michael Sarah. Um, the uh, the Tommy boy, you know, where you've got uh, uh, David Spade and yeah. Uh, it's kind of like the younger version of those two. Well, the, and Chris, Chris Farley. Farley. Yeah, yeah. The David Spade character was, you know, putting the apron on the other guy, and but it was that was, that was so weird. Like, like so strange. Like the whole movie, they kept giving these these little moments where you're like, is he is he gay? I'm I'm not sure. But then, uh, <laughs> you don't but then really... he's he's pining over this girl. Yeah, and then yeah. All right, so so let's do the thing, right? Okay, so. Yeah. So the movie here, had you ever seen this before? Yeah, yeah, I'd seen it before. I I never have. I I'd, I'd missed oh, really? this. I totally missed this somehow. 
And I gotta say this again: we're missing Uh-oh. Andrew, so we won't. You know, we'll, we'll eventually get his take, and, and and I'll do yours here in a second, Sam. But I just gotta get. I just feel like I gotta. Well, that heater is really loud. Um, I feel like I gotta get this out of the way. I didn't like <laughs> this movie at all. I didn't. I was. I didn't. Now at all. Uh, mm, very, I think it had moments, but I was pretty. Yeah, there's. I just. I was never into it. Here's the Does problem. That make sense. We're too old for this movie. I think, think that's so? what it is. I'm too, like, in 2000, if I'd have seen this in 2007, right? So I would have been 25. Like eight years old. Yeah. yeah. Shut up. You would have already been 38, so you, you still would have been too old. <laughs> but I was 25, and I probably okay. would have liked it more. But here's the thing. And, I, and you can tell your side of this, fine. Okay. I cannot relate to this movie at all. At all. To any of these characters. I didn't drink in high school. Hell, I didn't drink in college. Um, I didn't, they, these parties that these high school kids in movies go to didn't exist when I was in high school. <laughs> like the parties that we went to, the parents were there and there were board games and Coke and pizza and Coke isn't the drink Coke, Coca-Cola. Yeah. Thank you. Um, like, that, that's a big designation. Yeah. You, you, right, you, you right. want to make sure that it's the, yeah. yeah okay. like, unlike this movie that had Coke, the other yeah. kind. So I can't relate to really anything in this movie like, at all. And I didn't, ta- I didn't talk the way that these guys talked. Well, see, and that's, that's what took me out because I was, I'm like, I, we, the people I hung out with did, just don't talk like that. Yeah. You know, and we, we know a couple people that have pretty filthy mouths, but they're, they're rare. You know, it's just not. Yeah, and like, yeah, and we all had a, a couple. Like, we all had a couple buddies that swore and stuff. But yeah. like, it was more like a rebel thing than, um, than a common language. Yeah, than just. Right. And is that a California thing? You think? I don't. I don't know. I don't. I don't know. Or maybe you know, because that's the only thing I can think of is that these these kids, or the writers of some of these movies and and shows that we watch, that they cuss so much like this. Yeah. I just wonder if it's it's a cultural West Coast or just maybe we're just not part of that culture. We're and, not. You know, I'm okay with that. Yeah, and I'm fine with it too. And the whole I don't know. I just I. But I will say I did I did party a bit in high school and um maybe not as mega parties as we see in the movies because they're all just kind of fantasized parties. Right. But I've been to parties with twenty thirty folks in high school and and liquor and and cops breaking it up and stuff like that um and we were band kids so i mean well yeah i i I can relate to that part of it what i can't relate to is just the constant talk about sex and body parts and yeah i mean the the whole i i could have really done without the whole bit where He's he's reliving this moment where he he was drawing penises on everything. Like <laughs> See, I thought that that was one of the moments I cracked up. Oh, I thought it. I was rolling my <laughs> eyes. It was so dumb and like it had no point because like like he hates this girl for whatever reason. And I'm like, you drew a penis and she screamed. Like, why are yeah. you mad at this girl? Like you you have no recourse well, here. I, I think that's get gets into how relatable some of these characters are. And I was certainly the Jonah Hill character, um, I thought he was a jerk, and yeah, he's I never a, he's once a freaking bully. cared. 
Like he's so yeah. mean to Fogel. I mean, he gets bullied yeah. by that jerk who who, who uh, spit on both him and the cop, who then got yeah baton whipped <laughs> across the face. That I did laugh at that. <laughs> um, but the other part was like, but he was so mean to Fogel. Like, why would he hang out with? The, I guess maybe he doesn't feel like he has an option or anything yeah. better. But like. He was just such a jerk the whole movie. Yeah. Literally, I mean, even yeah. to the Michael Sarah character, the yeah. Evan, which they're supposed to be best friends. I'm, I there were a couple times I was like, why does he hang out with this guy? Yeah, it, it, it they don't become like he, he, there is kind of a redemption moment at the end of the movie. Um, where but it's because they're both drunk. Yeah, and then they kind of have like not makeup sex, but they have makeup bromance or whatever it is, right? <laughs> and. They're reconciling their differences, or, right, or the but, idea that um, the separation anxiety, I guess, is where they were going with all right. that. It's weird. It was. I don't know. I just. Although you know, I did room. Uh, my best friend in high school roomed with me at App, so <laughs> I guess that kind of worked out that way. Well, and it's funny because my best friend didn't. We did not room together because everyone told us not to. Everyone said yeah. you shouldn't room with your best friend. Now it also happened that he he had made his decision to go to app before I did. So once he'd made his decision and had already filed it for his housing and all that stuff, and it took me another maybe three weeks before I made my decision. So by that point, it wasn't even an option. It was too late, yeah. And so, um, huh. I mean, we it wasn't until junior year when we were living in an apartment before we roomed together. Do you um, think that, I mean, do you... Do you think that worked that was fine it, it worked for us i mean yeah but then he would and he would eventually move away and then we would live together again and then whatever yeah. but like yeah i mean it worked fine for us it didn't hurt our relationship or anything like that i don't know if it would have frankly my freshman year first semester i hated my my roommate because he was a drug dealer legit yeah, actual i, think I drug remember dealer. that <laughs> so i was with i was at my my buddy's place more than i was at my own dorm way more than you yeah know. so um, but what ended up happening is I became really good friends with his roommate. So Chris moved out and I moved in with his roommate and Chris moved down the hall. So anyway, no one cares. <laughs> um, but my roommate was a drug dealer, uh, which was real fun cause I walked in on that and that was, did he, uh, did he end up, um, uh, do you know if he graduated or if he stayed? Ryan, no, Ryan got arrested eventually. I don't know what happened to him <laughs> after that. We had a mutual friend and I'm like, when I, I moved out, and that semester, that spring semester, I'm like, oh, hey, man, what's going on? He's like, hey, and I said, uh, how's Ryan doing? He goes, oh, he got arrested. You know, the cops saw him with all the drugs and stuff, and he got arrested. And I'm like, oh, okay. That was the last I'd heard of Ryan, so I had no idea. Wow. Like, I don't even know his last name, so it's not like I could even Facebook him. Like, I, just, I don't <laughs> even know. <laughs> Check the uh, the sexual predator website, you know. Well, the dot is somewhere. Well, I don't know. Maybe. Maybe not. I don't know. Who knows? Anyway, um, so I guess we haven't really done the thing where we normally do, or like we go through and kind of intro the movie, but yeah. um, But this movie, we're we're a little irregular on this show because right now it's just the two of us, which is fine. Yeah, Um, yeah. But it's it's a little different without the the third bouncer, I guess you could call it. um, There. So this movie goes against my my rule where if I take a lot of notes, it means I didn't like the movie. There wasn't much okay. for me to write about, honestly. No, and 
was it? Do you think it was, so much of this had to have been improv? I'm sure a right? lot of it was. Yeah, I mean, I know a lot of um, the Seth Rogen, not Seth Rogen. Um, yeah, yeah, Seth Rogen. For some reason, I thought yeah. that was the guy that did the the gross. Was it Seth and Bill? Yeah, Bill Hader. Yeah, yeah. The two of them, I know most of their stuff was was improv. Yeah. Um, and Seth Rogen was one of the writers of the movie. Um, yeah. He he actually helped write the movie. I think with Jonah Hill actually, not because Jonah was like. He, I know he's playing a high school senior. He's 23 in the movie. Interesting. Yeah. Because I was about to say that this is one of the few teenager movies where it felt like they were teenagers. Well, Michael Sarah was like 19, and then Fishlegs, I don't remember, I can't even remember his real name. McLovin? McLovin, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah he, he played, yeah. he, it's funny, there are two people in this movie that are in one of our favorite movies ever in um, How to Train a Dragon. Um <laughs> Because McLovin is fish legs and yeah. Jonah Hill is um, snot loud. Anyway, yep. Yeah. Um, uh, what was I going to say? Uh, McLovin was seventeen. Um, so like he's actually, and again, that kind of goes to that thing where like I have weird issues when people are in movies that they're not actually old enough to go see without mom and dad. Yeah, yeah. Um. I don't know, but like, yeah, I didn't take very many notes because again, there wasn't much to talk about. Like, there wasn't a lot of, lot of meat to actually just talk about. The, the stuff that like all I wrote was like, things I wrote was like, oh, I didn't know Emma Stone was in this, <laughs> and um, okay, so here's here's something interesting because again, you saw this movie a long time ago, yep, and I never saw it. This was no, my, I didn't see it in theaters. I think it, it was. Either a rental or, or oh, sure. online somewhere. This is the only thing I knew about this movie. Like, okay. this, this is it, right? This is what my memory of this movie is, okay? The McLovin guy gets a fake ID, and his name is McLovin. They're, they're in high school and something about trying to get with the girls. That's all I remember. I didn't know anything about cops or the whole... The, the whole basically, the majority of the movie is this weird... Adventures in babysitting, trying to get from point A to point B, kind of a thing, right? Mm-hmm. Like I had no idea. So as this movie is going down this weird avenue, I'm like, I, "What is this place? They're at an adult party with all these other stars." That I'm like, "I know all these other guys." Hey, there's my Serenity connection with Mr. Universe. <laughs> um, and and like things got all weird and strange, and then he's pouring out detergent to put beer into it. You know, like. <laughs> uh, well, just... and, and and the strange thing is, it, it's literally, and most of these Seth Rogen movies are like this, where it feels like he gets a bunch of his friends together, yeah, to make movies. Well, it's the same. It's Adam and, Sandler thing too, right? Yeah, yeah, and and it it kind of makes me want to hang out with that type of group if if you are, I don't know, entertained by it. I, I don't feel like I could hang out with this group now. The Adam Sandler group. I don't know if it's an age thing, but that would have been fun. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, I mean, and they are older. Yeah, I mean, yeah. It seems like there's a lot more mean humor in this. Yeah, it is. In terms of degradation and um, just making fun of other people. Yeah. Other than than themselves. You know, a lot of Adam Adam Sandler stuff is he's making fun of himself. It is a lot Um, of self-deprecating moments and... 
Yeah. Um, but like even when he makes fun of other people, it's usually in such like a like a silly farcical way. It doesn't matter. Yeah. You know, like. Yeah. In this case, you know, they're. I don't I mean, know. They kept, a like, lot of crude jokes and stuff like that. Well, and that I'm sounding like the 80 year old on the porch yelling at the kids to get off the yard. Well, I mean, I'm I'm but, kind of the same way. Like I'm just sitting here watching. Again, the the majority of the times that I laughed were not at that stuff. It was at some no. more of the physical humor, like when they're running through the backyard, running from the cops, and they crash into <laughs> the tent with the kids, and the kids are all freaking out, and the dad comes out and throws a bat and hits him in the back, and he falls over. <laughs> like, that was funny to me, because it was it was a physical thing, you know? And yeah. Like, when he got hit by not one, but two cars, I laughed at that. Um, but then, like, that weird dude that was in the car, um, and we've seen him in a couple other movies before, like... You know, I his whole shtick was was weird and yeah, and like the scene with the like what you you made it reference earlier the blood on the pants none of that was funny that's gross that's so gross it's, he touched it he touched it with his hands and smelled it and right? oh god it was gross and oh like most of that stuff I just it, it it was lost on me wasted on me and again maybe yeah. I'm just too old for that you know I don't know maybe it's a generational thing maybe. you know I that's a good point and maybe again maybe if and like and I'm and I was thinking about it like cuz cuz when I was kind of doing that research but looking back at movies for our top 3 category I'm looking at movies going yeah those are kind of dumb too and they worked because of when I watched them you know Mm. Um, and I and I think that there's there's something about you know when you watch a thing, you know, like if you if if you give my dad who's seventy and we let's say mm-hmm. let's go watch Return of the Jedi for the first time, he's gonna be like, why are there little teddy bears walking around? <laughs> you know, like. Yeah, but you and I are like because they're flipping awesome because they the, that movie hit us at a time where it worked at the perfect time. Um, and maybe you know maybe you know one of my favorite movies, and we'll talk about this probably later. But can't hardly wait, and I think we did it, didn't we? No, we've not done that. Have we not done? Can't hardly wait for this podcast. No, 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 no. I would remember oh. doing that because it's got Jennifer Love Hewitt, and she's amazing. Yes, and yes, and um, that movie hit me at the right time. I think. Yeah. Because that is one of my favorites of all time. That um, redheaded kid that keeps stealing stuff. <laughs> but like that's a gag in the movie. Like no one gets hurt. It's not mean. Like there's. No but it's pretty kid. much the same thing as this movie, right? Yes, but without ninety five percent, there's no f bombs at all yep, in that movie, yep. right? I mean, there's. You care about the main character, right? You care about this guy, and like he's kind of relatable because he's this. Nerdy. He's this kind of nerdy, slightly, you know, awkward, awkward. Yeah. Basically, all four of us that are on the podcast, right, when we were in high school. And, yeah, you could and average this, us all out. Right. And he's this, like, here comes this incredibly beautiful actress, and or not actress, but, you know, girl, and Jennifer Love Hewitt. And, you know, he he writes this this, this letter to letter. her. And, um, <laughs> and I may or may not have been inspired by that movie to write a letter to a girl that I liked. Um, did it work? Uh, I did not have the gumption to give it to her. <laughs> oh, there wasn't some sort of magical path it took no. to eventually land um, in the in the whatever the popcorn or whatever she's eating at a table. No, it it landed in the trash can of my computer. Oh, Sean. Oh, it, it, 
It it actually worked out because eventually I would go on a date with that person and realized how not good for she was for me. So <laughs> it, it worked out in the end. But yeah. Anyway, uh, yeah. She, which ironically, she's now an author. Oh, cool! In New York, uh, which is kind of funny. Anyway, yeah. letters and things. Um, <laughs> this, is, this podcast is like well, it's I guess weird. It's, well, I was saying it's weird because we're talking a lot about past things, but it is a movie that's 10 yeah. years old and whatever. well, yeah, well, it's teenagers and you know, they're, they're graduating. I mean, we've gone through all this kind of stuff. It's mm-hmm. just, again, it feels like good Lord, another interception. Um, <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> <laughs> Live Come updates from the game from cheap suit reviews. Yeah. I'm sorry about time, that guys. For the uh, time you hear this, we will already have known the outcome of the game. <laughs> Um, um, crap! Now, what was I talking about? Teenagers graduating, seniors. Oh, graduating! Yeah, there's so much relatable stuff, but it's just a whole different crowd. And I guess that's in any high school. There's going to be all sorts of different crowds that people hang out with. You know, my wife was part of the goth crowd, and uh, no, you know, the punk rock kind of people. It. I know you're literally so. saying that because your wife is in the room. <laughs> she just flicked me off. Yeah, I, I remember. I went to high, for those who don't know, I went to high school with his wife. <laughs> And she was. She wasn't as, the one you wrote the letter. Oh, you're not writing books. Okay, never no, no, mind. No, 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 it was not her. Um, right. She you, is as author. far away from. Okay. From whatever you just said as you can be. Um, <laughs> so yes, got my goth wife. Um, <laughs> I would love to see that. Actually, I'm not going to lie. It'd I'd be interesting. You know, I'm, I'm looking with, at it right now, and I could with with black imagine lipstick it and, all black and like you know a, real pale makeup. Nail uh, a pier- like a pierced nose. Oh, pierced nose. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Anyway, this is getting weird. Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah. Um, but yeah. Like, anyway, uh, you know, just the different groups that hang out. And I guess I just I hung out with the band group. And, you know, usually band folks are pretty good. And we were, you know, when we had our parties, we weren't going anywhere. We were sticking in the same place. We had parents that would be home while we had these parties. Mm-hmm. Um, they wouldn't be how could I say condoning what we were doing, (laughs) but they weren't stopping it either. Does that make sense? Yeah. I mean, I know there's kind of a, uh, a thought of that. Well, if they're going to do it, at least they're here confined and safe and we can control it in case things get too far left of center. Exactly. And I never experienced that, but I understand why or that some parents thought that. Um, yeah. So, and it's a strange feeling, you know, in, in high school, a party like that has a different feeling than a college party. Well, yeah, there is, it's more of a thrill, I guess you could say, which is why I think it's shown so much in these types of movies because it's number one rare that something like that happens. Mm -hmm. Um, and number two, it's just something that's, that's a lot more fun. (laughs) Yeah, I guess, and maybe you're not, right. Maybe it is not condoning more, these things myself. Of yeah, course, well, maybe but, maybe, uh, it, maybe it is more you know unicorn like because you know high school parties with alcohol just seems will seem crazy and um uh, you know I guess losing your virginity in high school is you know I guess cooler than in 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 college or whatever. But um, <laughs> I, I guess that I I. I 
almost none of the movie was relatable. I actually kept getting frustrated because those cops yeah. were li- literally the worst cops I've ever seen. <laughs> See, I was dying at the cop. The, the cops, any scene they were in, I enjoyed because they were so just, it was like a farce of being a cop because you know these guys don't, they, I'm sure they don't really care for cops. Yeah, I'm I guessing. Mean, uh, well, yeah, I don't know, but like uh, and the way they were, the, you know, flaunt or holding guns. Oh um, yeah, I mean nothing. I mean yeah, obviously you know, they, it, everything them, was wrong. Yeah, none of them. Yeah, neither one of them had gone through any kind of police training. I mean, I got so frustrated <laughs> to even go far as to make fun of the guns they were actually holding because no cop would ever. And this is my note. Um, I wrote, okay, I know it's a dumb movie. But one, cops don't use nickel-plated sissy pistols, <laughs> and two, but it looks cool, man. No, it doesn't. They look dumb. Um, and I'm not. I'm, that quote is it's from a movie. It's not. I'm not just. If you have a silver-plated gun, don't yell at me. It, it's a movie quote. And two, if it's a service gun, which those were service weapons, you can't just fire it randomly, <laughs> like. At the end of the night, this, I mean, I'm being serious. And any any listener who out there who was, was they count, don't they? They count the bullets. They, so they count, count each bullet. You have to be accountable for every bullet. So when he yeah. just gives McLovin the gun and says, "Empty the magazine into the car," first he says "clip," which they wouldn't say. It's a magazine. Empty the magazine into the car. I'm like, you would never do that. It, like, <laughs> and when he's firing, like when he fired the guns, looking for uh, Jonah Hill or uh, what's his name, uh, Michael Sarah, when he just fires it off into the air. More police would be called. Like people hear oh, gunshots yeah. in neighborhoods, and they call the police. Like it was. Not were, to mention the way uh, in the bar where they're getting the the, the freaking homeless guy or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, that part too. Yeah. Should, no. I, should I shoot him? Should I shoot him? Shoot him! Shoot him! No! Don't shoot him! No! Like, no! no Fifty him. people in that bar, and he pulls a gun. <laughs> oh, okay. And another thing. Again, just again, just to make the movie more ridiculous. Let's say they have McLovin and they're they're gonna do him a favor, right? So then that's yeah. fine. That you know that's actually not unheard of. The cop wants to, you know, help be, a guy be cool, out. Man. You yeah. know, maybe give a kid a ride or, or something. There's nothing wrong with that. And they have to go respond to a thing. Fine, but you don't get out of the car. They would literally tell him, "You you can't get out of the car. You just stay yeah. here while we go deal with this thing." And it might take a minute, right? And then, and then that's that's it, right? Like you don't. You don't do that. And so, I don't know. I just, <laughs> For the safety of the person. Right. Like, uh, a good buddy yeah. of mine, his name is Dave. He doesn't listen to the show. Um, but he was a cop, and he was my buddy uh, when I worked at Carowinds. And he was a cop for nine years, and he also worked in the entertainment uh, uh, with me. And he told me um, when he was a cop, he would do ride-alongs. He was allowed to do ride-alongs with his dad. And his dad would ride along with him, and he would let his dad make decisions. So they'd go park, right? They'd go park to do like a speed trap, you know, or they were actually uh, parked at a stoplight because there was stops on there. It was a three-way stop and people would cook through it. And so he would literally let his dad be the one that decided if you get pulled over or not. Oh, nice. And so he's like, all right, dad, I'm going to let you decide. So like a guy come run and goes, that guy? No, no, dad, you'll know. And the guy comes and goes, that guy? No, no, dad. You'll know. And then the guy goes, Rome, that guy. He's like, yeah, let's go get him. <laughs> and so anyway, part of my story, though, is that Dave was driving with his dad. He was having lunch, and he gets a call. It's a hostage situation. And Dave mm-hmm. was the closest guy. So he was like, all right, Dad, we're going. So he pulls up, and he 
Um, and cops are allowed to do this. You can, on a moment, deputize someone if you need to, like if you need backup. So, he, you know, Dave unlocks the shotgun in the car. Well, Dave's dad was Army, right? So he knows how to handle himself. Mm-hmm. And he says, uh, Dad, anyone comes out of that house other than me, here you go. And he unlocked the shotgun, and he went in. He had a, he and two other guys went in to go take care of business. Unfortunately, everything worked out fine. But my point is, McLovin <laughs> would not have gone into the bar and been in a situation where he had to tackle the old drunk guy. <laughs> oh my gosh, it was crazy. Ooh. And again, I know yeah, I, I actually I would have I would have rather seen a movie based on McLovin than these other two guys, especially the 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 um. Oh God! What's his name? Big guy, Jonah Hill. Jonah Hill, yeah, yeah. I thought I thought the character of McLovin was uh, was the the star of this one in he, terms of what I cared about and what I was watching because yeah. he 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 just reminds me of that nerdy kid who thinks he's cool but not you know he's not. Um, it gets kind of beat up on a little bit just because he's nerdy and I, I, he just wanted him to win and. And in, in, in the end, he did. In, in the end, he, oh, yeah. he did win. Like he, yeah. he probably comes out of this probably ahead of everyone, honestly. Um, and it, I think one good thing about a movie like this is that it gives. There's lots of lots of characters that you can relate to. So yeah. like I related to the Michael Sarah character more because okay. because so, you like painting kitty cats on um, Asian uh, classmates. <laughs> no. Not that part. That was so weird. <laughs> that was so weird. <laughs> but more like the fact that like the girl of his dreams is is like throwing herself at him, right? But she's drunk. Yeah. And he's like And you can't take advantage of he's that. He's like, You're drunk and I don't want to do anything that you're gonna regret because if I we want to do something, I want it to be kind of like mutual. And I'm like yeah, good job being the good guy, you know, and I'm, yeah. I, I relate to that um, for that reason. And so, like, I appreciated his character, whereas, like, if it would have been the other, you know, if it would have been Jonah Hill, I kind of think he would have gone for it, right? Because that was the whole point, right, was to get him a stone drunk. Maybe, you know, remember when he said he was going to go grab some liquor out of the store and he had all those little daydreams? Yeah, but I mean, most, but, but, but I think the reason was more self-preservation than honor code. Honor code, yeah. Yeah, because yeah. one of the dreams he gets cut in the neck and dies, and then another one, <laughs> the um, old lady gets hit with the bottle. Well, was yeah, the, no, that the was the one where he gets killed. But the other one yeah. was like, he does the he does the old lady a nice thing, and then she helps him out. That's right. Yeah. So he's he's a taking advantage of her. Well, sort of. I mean, I guess she probably in the daydream is aware of what's happening. Um. Yeah. So I mean, I don't know. I just it like the crazy girl at the the older kid party or the college kid party. Yeah, yeah. I think he would have. If if the problem wouldn't have been presented to itself on his pants. Yeah. Um. He would have taken advantage of that situation. Yeah, I think you're probably sure. right, and I think that also that, I mean, if if he would have, because the plan, his whole plan was to get Emma Stone drunk, and then he got mad when she wasn't, and then he passed out and hit her in the eye, um, and he even said he was like, the only reason why I could could ever get a girl like you is if you were drunk, 
because you wouldn't go out with me. So then it turns into pity party, and she's like, oh, no, you're actually a nice guy and whatever. And then in the movie like, kind of... BS. Yeah, and then the movie kind of ends with, you know, her possibly, um, you know, going out with him or whatever, right? And it's all kind yeah. of happily ever after, and they go on to Dartmouth. It would have been interesting to see a sequel with him, with Sarah <laughs> and McLovin at, at Dartmouth, and, like, Jonah Hill is not in college. He just basically yeah. hangs out with them at Dartmouth. Dartmouth yeah, he's the fish out of water um, yeah. for that. Yeah, like for the he, premise of that movie. Yeah, yeah, he makes fun of all the college guys and stuff like that. Yeah, I could see that. Yeah, yeah, definitely see that. Um, okay, uh, I didn't capture yeah. very many clips. Yeah, pro- I know. I wonder why. Because so many of it was sweary, and I, again, I'm not in my normal setting, so I I didn't. You actually... know, instead of our our um, our rooster tail, we should have a different sound bite. For, for that, like oh. a little meow or <laughs> something pretty innocent. Um, little baby going, <laughs> okay. or just something. Yeah. Uh, maybe, maybe, maybe next time we'll think of that. I'll just, work. Oh, oh, here's my, I'll, I'll work on that. Little. Is this the right clip? No. It's, the old, it's the old one. It's, it's all the old stuff. I don't have any of my new, new stuff. Andrew. Hey, guys. Hey. Uh, sorry, it uh, took me a while to join you. I'm joining you from my car currently. <laughs> oh, hey, Andrew. Are you in Hickory? I am. Oh, what you doing well, in Hickory? Well, well I mean, well, we'll talk after. Well, yeah, talk uh, afterwards. Uh, yeah. Anyway, well, welcome, sir. How are how how are you doing? Yeah. Well, you know, I'm here. Can you? I, I hate to ask, but can you talk a little louder? Because your headphones on your thing is. Oh yeah, yeah. Is that better? No, but be louder. Be louder. Yeah, you, you scream. You're in a car. You mean, who are you going to offend? Yeah, okay. Cool. I can <laughs> so what do you think of the movie, Andrew? Uh, it's super bad. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, no, no. I, I actually, I haven't seen the movie in a long time, and I watched it, of course, when it came out, and uh, loved it then, thought it was hilarious. And it's kind of a stupid, funny uh, and I appreciate those things occasionally. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but, you know, since then I've matured a little bit. I found some of the jokes funny and some of the gags funny, but uh, yeah, it is what it is. It's a, it's a little romp through yeah. some uh, potheads' I, dreams. I, I, need to, <laughs> I need to make a comment here before we get too much farther. If you don't, if you listening at home don't appreciate the quality of microphone that Andrew normally has, you will now <laughs> because yeah, I, and because I brought you, that with me, but you, it's in the hotel. I'm going. I'm headed there now. No, no, and it's fine. I'm no, not making yeah, fun. Don't worry, Steve. No, I'm not. Seriously. No, it, I'm just saying. There, there, literally, there, there. There's a reason why we spend money on quality microphones is to make yeah. the podcast as good as we can, um, and not use the little headphone thingies, headphone microphones for your for your iPhones because. Yeah, I think I had there's, to do that on The Exorcist, if I remember there's, right. There's several episodes. The well, power, I mean, yeah. Yeah, and poor Corny, there was Is that so the many... one where you were sitting in a church parking lot? Yes, because the power went out in <laughs> yeah, the house. Yeah, I remember that. That was freaky. I remember, that, yeah. That, oh. that and, made it creepier for me that you were sitting in a church parking lot talking about The Exorcist. <laughs> and I can't tell you how many um, Corny had to do it, like, from his laptop, from his car, in the parking lot. 
outside of his school because the internet at his house went down. Yeah, I remember that too. So, hey, so, man, we, we, what it just proves is that we, we, we are here to provide you entertainment. <laughs> um, and look look at what Andrew is sacrificing to, to talk to you folks tonight. He is blindly driving on probably a 321 somewhere um, in the dark, talking to you listeners, uh, totally distracted. So. I have no idea where I am, actually. So, <laughs> See? Exactly. <laughs> You'll be all right. But we're, we kind of agree with you, Andrew. Um, I think it, it just hit us at a different time. I think if we were teenagers watching this, it might have been a little funnier and a little bit more relatable. But um, it just wasn't as funny this time for me. Um, and I, I, at this time, I actually started not liking some of the characters. Like the, the Jonah Hill character was to me, more of a bully than he was uh, someone you pull for. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So. And yeah, definitely. I, I, there were still some moments that I laughed out loud. And, I love the cop scenes. Yeah. Anytime yeah, the, the two cops were there were, were, was hilarious. Oh, yeah. I, uh, I, as many of you listeners know, I, I listen and watch these movies usually while my wife is asleep in bed beside me. <laughs> uh, and this is one of those where she kind of got pissed off because I did bust out laughing in a few scenes and <laughs> wake her up, you know, so, uh, it did, it, 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 you know, there's still a few things that, that got me going on this one, but overall it's just, it's not a quality film. Yeah. It's a, no, it's a, it's a fun film. I it, guess it's one that doesn't, in my opinion, it doesn't hold up. Um, at at all. I mean, like I did make a note. One of the few notes that I wrote was, oh, back when phones sucked because they were having issues with, with bad service. And like, he's complaining about his phone. He's oh, you effing phone and blah, 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 blah. And I want to slap you, whatever. And of course she's only hearing. So I thought that was going to be a thing where like she was mad at him because of poor cell service. And, um, but it didn't. It turned out not to be a thing. So maybe his cell phone is a hopping man. I don't know. But like, um, I think we're hearing Andrew getting murdered. No, he's just getting out of his car. Oh, he's getting out of his car. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, uh, but like, and then I was saying earlier, Andrew, just like the the things that worked for me were like the physical gags, but like. The majority of the language in the movie, I mean, there. I mean, seriously, and this this is trivia that'll come up in a minute. But the amount of f bombs in this movie was was ridiculous. Oh yeah, but and what's the difference between this and Wolf of Wall Street? Well, Wolf that of was Wall actually, Street had more per that, capita. That, that's actually my, my was actually my comparison is that um, I, Corny I, when he was going to be with us tonight, that was actually his original. <laughs> Middle name was more f bombs in Wolf of Wall Street, um, which is isn't it really true. more? No, it's not more. But no. I'll go ahead and say it: the, the f word is used 186 times. The movie itself is Shoot. only 113 wow. minutes long. That is an average of 1.6 uses of the word per minute. Jonah Hill wow. says 84 by himself. By himself. So. The Wolf of Wall Street, it was like 2.1 per minute or something. So, I mean, the it wolf- is Wolf of Wall Street um, 506 times over 180-minute running time. Right. 
So, yeah, so. I mean, like, Wolf of Wall Street for a little while yeah. held the record for most in a movie until, like, an independent film came out and then a documentary on the F word itself came out. <laughs> um, so it's, like, third. So, I mean, yeah, by comparison, I guess it's not as many, but it still was just, be- but it's because of who was saying it, right? These high school kids. And, again, I don't have any yeah. delusions that high school kids are these innocent little beings of light. Like I was a high school. <laughs> this is great. By the way, Andrew, this is great. Foley work. Sorry. All my Foley work. <laughs> yeah. Again, I, I don't have any delusions about that. I was a high school boy. Like I, I understand the hormones and the things and all the stuff that's happening, but uh, I don't know. And I, I don't know. I guess I, I just didn't talk like that because I didn't feel a reason to, and you didn't yeah. say pound and vage. No, I never said stuff like that. I never said. Stuff. I definitely <laughs> good. Stuff like that. But like even just the f word. I mean, my dad had a little thing, and people might roll their eyes. Whatever. My dad would say, if you can't think of a better word than a four letter word, then you don't have a very good imagination. And hmm. that was just right. something that I've always kind of carried with. I mean, honestly, the only time I really get sweary is when I'm playing my games online. <laughs> uh, <laughs> And that's just because I, again, I generally it's it's when I get hurt if I should stub a toe well, or uh, now there's science behind that Sam I mean I know I the Mythbusters did it right isn't well, that the, and, and not even the just ice myth- bucket challenge thing well, that they did well it wasn't even just Mythbusters um, this 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 happened several times it was like a Princeton or a Harvard or some fancy university did the ice thing right where they. You stick your 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 hands yep. in a bucket of ice water, and then your control group were people that didn't say anything, right? Who just mm-hmm. said words, and then you your your next group was people that used fake sweary words like fudge and um, uh, sugar plums and whatever, right? <laughs> and then the people that the third group was the people that actually swore, and they were able to hold it in, hold their hands in the water like. Like almost like two times as long. It was a significant yeah. amount of time, and it's because swearing is against a cultural norm, right? So it's kind of taboo. Yeah. And whenever you do those types of things, your body there's a chemical reaction, and you get a little bit of an endorphin hit. That's the reason why people jump out of airplanes. You know, it's not normal to do that, and so you you get an endorphin rush. And so that's how they're able to kind of hold their hands in longer is because they're getting these endorphins that are overcoming pain. That's how I'm able to teach high school. Sure. I mean, you get your little <laughs> endorphins. I it. Yeah. <laughs> to help mask the pain. <laughs> <laughs> um, so anyway. Yeah. Uh, the kids in the front row, you know, they get a whole different experience than the ones in the back. Sure, because they can hear you under your breath. <laughs> yeah, I'm with you. So anyway, um, you, uh, I, I think basically what we've said so far, though, Andrew, is that I think we're again. This was my first time seeing this. Oh, you well, and I Sam had yeah, you and Sam had seen this before. I had not. So I, I think where this movie failed is like like you had a memory of having a good time with this movie. So when you went back and watched it, you probably still have some some fun time memories, even though some of the stuff now 
that you're in your 30s doesn't hold up. Whereas me, having mm-hmm. never seen this before, almost none of it held up for me because it it was I was I'm watching it through a 35 year old with two children, going <laughs> if if my if Teclan turns out to be like Jonah Hill, I'm gonna slap him because he's such a douche. Um. <laughs> so anyway, um, you want to ready for my clips? The three that I captured. <laughs> yeah. Sure. Yes. All right. Here we go. Um. This. This again. This is a little gross, and I apologize, but it actually kind of made me laugh because I wasn't expecting it. Bye, mom. Bye, Jane. I am truly jealous you got to suck on those tits when you were a baby. Yeah, well, at least you got to suck on your dad's dick. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, that's that the majority of the... That my wife got pissed at me, I think. That's the majority <laughs> of the movie, but that was... It caught me off guard because I wasn't expecting the, the response, and it's so flat for Michael Sarah that that's, that's what... The delivery of that one more than anything else is what made me laugh. Uh, number two, um, here you go with some of the police guys. Oops, here we go. Whatever 5'10 is, he was 5'10. Ethnically, I mean, did what, um, <laughs> I mean, was he, was he like uh, us or? A woman? No. Female? No, uh, no, 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 I would say, was he like, what? uh, what? African? Af- was he African? African. African. No. He was American, and he was like you. He looked just like you. He was Jewish. Just Wait, like okay. you. Jew. Okay. Odd crime for Jew. Yeah, I'm pretty docile. Okay, so we have an African Jew wearing a hoodie. Look. <laughs> <laughs> and, I, and I only, and the part of me that's funny now, as 10 years later with kind of the race issues that we're having right now, that made me laugh is because like these guys are so uncomfortable with just the concept of asking a black woman if the guy was black. Yep. Like they're so uncomfortable with that. And that's what made me laugh was their uncomfortableness. And then he's like, Oh, a Jew. That's kind of a weird crime for a Jew. They're such docile people. <laughs> it's just, uh, they were, the, they were literally the worst. And this is the only other clip I got of the movie. And again, more with the cops. Uh, are there any ladies we'd like to show this tape to the... You don't want to be a chick in a bar, man. Seriously. That was a major turning point in my life is when I realized that you got to go to other places. You got to go to a spin class, a farmer's market, pumpkin patch, given the time of year. Just somewhere social, non-threatening, you know, something like that. Yeah, I met the missus at paintball. Yeah, shot her in the neck. And we just... Oh, <laughs> that was awkward. Uh, yeah, and you know they're they, they're making that up as they go. Oh yeah, that's yeah. Oh. I and mean, then he tells a story about his first wife was a whore, an actual whore, and then and that part was funny too. Um, so yeah. Anyway, they were fine. They were terrible cops, but they were they were still they were still good good times. Uh, okay, here we go. And now for some more bad news. Ready? I still have that clip. All right. Seth Rogen and Evan Goldberg started the script when they were just 13 years old because, quote, mm-hmm. we just wanted to see if we could write a movie, end quote. Um, I guess technically you did. And uh, because Christopher Mintz plays, 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 
Fogel was only 17 at the time of the filming, his mother was required to be on set during the filming of his sex scene. (laughs) 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 Oh, that's too funny. (laughs) I mean, the fact that he had to pull out a condom and lube with his mom in the room just makes me laugh. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. Anyway, all right. Moving on. Um, I don't have my actual top three clip, so I'm going to play this. Wait, what's supposed to happen? That's what I'll, I'll have for that. So we decided to do teen comedies. Uh, we kind of mentioned that earlier. So teen comedies for this movie. Uh, Andrew, have you had a chance to look to do any homework? No, you homework? guys go first, and I'll be ready when you're done. All right, yeah, Sam. All right. Um, hold on. Let me pull up here. I've got a... Uh, I've got a honorable mention for a movie I was introduced on, to on this podcast, The Breakfast Club. Okay. My number three, I've got Mean Girls. <laughs> right on. Number two, I've got uh, Ferris Bueller's Day Off. Okay. And uh, number one, I've mentioned it before, Can't Hardly Wait. Yep. Right on. I'm with you there. Those good, are all exceptional stuff. movies. Yep. Um, I will go next as Andrew was still. No, you won't. Shut up. I <laughs> uh, can't hardly wait is in my honorable mention. Okay. My number right. three, Mean Girls. <laughs> I just I don't know why <laughs> that movie just works for me. And I, I quote that movie all the flipping time, especially when I make reference to, you know, the part when the friend is giving Cat the kind of the rundown of the school. You got your uh-huh. Asians and your not Asians and your jocks and your sexually active band geeks. I'm like, yeah, that's kind of what. It, yeah, that's kind of yeah. how it was when I was in high school too. So anyway, um, uh, sorry. Um, and number two, ten things I hate about you. I just. See, I didn't enjoy that as much. Oh, well, Taming of the Shrew it was good, and, and I, I liked it a lot. Um, and I, I find um, what's her name extremely attractive. I can't remember her name right now. Dang it! Oh well. Um, Julia Childs. Huh? Julia what? Stiles. Yes, Julia Stiles. Yeah. I thought you said Julia Child. I, I thought you like, did too. I was like, oh, no. <laughs> Look at that. Look at the bring big brain on Mr. Vector tonight. Yeah, good job, dude. And my number one, and again, people are going to go, wait a minute, this is your number one, and you didn't like this movie? Again, it came out when I was a senior in high school, and it worked on me then, and that's Road Trip. Oh. Like. I forgot about that. Road Trip worked on me because we were, actually, it came out the summer going into college, so, like, everything in the movie was relatable to me. You know, long distance relationship and, um, oh, things change when you get to college from your high school, whatever. And DJ Qualls had a pair of underwear that they said, did you skin a cheetah? You know, like, <laughs> like for whatever reason, that that movie worked for me. Right. And and this didn't. But again, that, that movie came out when I was 18. So mm. it, and it and it worked. And they didn't say the F word every. Th- 1.6 minutes or once every 1.6 minutes or whatever I'm trying to say. 1.6 times the word was used every minute. That's what I'm trying to say. So anyway, um, Andrew, you ready? Yeah, I think I can be ready. Yeah, go ahead. Yeah. Okay. Um, 
Uh, definitely have to have the new guy on the list, another DJ Qualls movie. <laughs> I do like the new guy too. <laughs> yeah. That movie uh, is pretty. I guess I was, that was right. Yeah, I was a senior in high school when that came out. I don't think I even, I don't think I've ever seen that one. It, it is as, it is, it's kind of like a, 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 a farce comedy. So basically, the idea right. is like DJ Qualls is this super nerdy guy, and he basically gets so beat up and ridiculed at his school that he, um, it basically he actually gets suspended or he gets expelled for a thing, right? And he um, accidentally has to spend the night in jail or something and meets Eddie Griffin, and Eddie oh, Griffin shows him how to be kind of street a little bit. And so he goes to a new school and they give him like he gives him all these tricks and stuff to make him seem more like a badass. And he ends up with um, Eliza Dushku and uh, the younger Deschanel girl is in it. Um, and it's I mean, it's it's ridiculous. And the ending is ridiculous. And <laughs> I, I I don't know. I mean, it's almost as farcical as like like Scott Pilgrim versus the world is, you know, like, like there's not that there's things drawing in the air or power ups or whatever, but like, it's kind of that silly. Right. So, and his father is Lyle Lovett, which is really weird. And yeah, <laughs> and, and it's actually believable that he could be his father. Yeah. Cause they kind of look alike actually. Um, so anyway, if you ever get a chance to, and, uh, Sam, you actually should watch it. It, it might not hold up again because that movie's seventeen years old and <laughs> you're in your late forties. But uh, it it worked for me when it came out, and the soundtrack. I love the soundtrack because it's all yeah. these two thousands like punk bands, like Newfound Glory and Good Charlotte and stuff like that. So. <laughs> anyway, go ahead, Andrew. Sorry, didn't mean to take you okay. on a tangent. My my t- other two are, are actually tied for first, okay, uh, because they're both great movies, and I think they both still hold up pretty well. Fast Times at Ridgemont High, all right, and uh, and Ferris Bueller's Day Off. Cool. Yeah, Ferris Bueller. Yeah, Bueller. Bueller. I actually do that every now and then if I know the students in the room. Sure. And uh, I'm doing attendance, and they're not answering. Mm. I'll just keep saying their name over and over again until. Did you think some of them respond. get it? No, I'm pretty sure none of them get it. No, that's a shame. It at least makes me chuckle. No, that's, that's what, all that it's all about. That's what that's what matters. All right. Well, that's kind of a show. Um, honestly, I know it's a little uh, a little short, but yeah, um, it's been fun. I think we did okay. We missed you, Andrew. We'll say that. Yeah. 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 I'm, I'm sorry again. No, it's fine, dude. It's fine. I mean, we all have yeah. lives. We all have other things that we're doing. Again, I'm in a hotel in Chicago. Um, you're in a hotel I'm in a body on the Blue Ridge Parkway. Right. So, I mean, we're all doing very important things, and and so, we're just going to yeah. leave it at that. So, um, I uh, that's our show. So, before we get into what we're watching next week, I need to do the thing, right? Um where we do the top 10 or out of 10? Oh, yeah. I guess we should do that too, right? <laughs> I wasn't even going to do that part yet. Um, but I'm glad you said that. So let's do that next. Out of 10. It's in my script right here. That's right. Tell me what to do. I should do it. Um, I've got to keep, keep you on the, 
you know, the straight and the narrow here, Sean. No, I know. Which is weird that it's you. That's your response. Oh, by the way, I'm going to get to see Thor this uh, this coming Saturday, and I'm excited. Oh, good. Ooh. I think everyone will have seen them then, right? I haven't I seen don't. it yet. Oh, okay. But I will see it soon. All right. Well, no have worries. you seen Justice League? No, we we, yes. we had an opportunity to, and then we had some. So, Chicago was not built for people to own cars. So we yeah. we drove. You take the train. Well, we did today um, because oh. we finally found a place to park the truck. So we drove up in Stewart's nice. F two fifty, and we literally spent the first night here, which would have been the best night to go see Justice League. I spent, I think we probably spent 45 minutes to an hour finding a place to park at the hotel. Wow. Um, and then we only, we, we found a parking garage, but it's 20 bucks a night. Ooh. And so we basically brokered a deal with the manager of parking services at the hotel so we can keep it here for like 20 bucks for the next week and a half. Because basically we were threatening to take up one of their prime spots because it was on the street and available. And we, we pulled into it in the parking. The valet was like, uh, no, you can't do that. And we're like, why not? And then it became a thing and no one cares. My point is I haven't seen it yet, but we're going to see it soon. Probably Sunday. Cause that's the only day we're not working. Um, so after we watch football game, we'll probably, we'll go check it out. Cause there's a theater a block and a half from where we are right now. So, Sweet. um, anyway, so, with that being said, let's do our top ten, and then we'll um, we'll just we'll we'll tell you what movie we're doing next week if it isn't um, Justice League. So, Andrew, you're top ten. You're out of ten. I mean, okay. Well, you know, it's it has some things that brought back memories for me, and uh, so I guess it has. Uh, I don't know. There's some comfort in that funny that I've that I know that I've had before does that make sense mm-hmm. um, and so there were a few things though that I felt like didn't hold up and you know there's certain you mentioned the cell phone usage and stuff like that was just a little outdated um, and as far as the acting goes uh, it, it's hard to it's hard to kind of rate the acting in a movie like this because right. some of them are overacting on purpose because that's what the movie calls for. So I don't know. I, I'm just kind of lukewarm on this now as far as the film itself. So I'm going to say right in the middle, I'm going to say a five. Oh, wow. Okay. Okay. I'm with you. Sam. Um, I'm kind of Luke. I'm also very lukewarm on this one. Um, not as funny as the first time I saw it, and it's kind of getting less funny as I'm getting older and more curmudgeon about the use of the F word um, and the crutch that it becomes in movies like this. The the cops redeem it, though, and I probably uh, – I'll give it a 5.37 out of 10. Okay. Uh, mostly because the cops were so good. All right. Oops, 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 oops. What happened? Ah, do it. <laughs> do it do it now there we go um i'm gonna give it a um i'm actually surprised you guys were as low on this movie as i am um and i guess maybe because we're all old but um <laughs> uh, 
uh, get off my lawn. Uh, so I'm gonna say I'm gonna say a four point nine five for basically all okay. of those reasons that we've already said. And um, yeah, um, yeah. I, I, don't, I don't really know what else to say. Yeah, you know, um, but the episode name is gonna be "Get Off My Lawn." Um, <laughs> that's good, yeah. Uh, that's that's pretty just, much us. I don't know. So okay. Anyway, so that's that. So next week we will probably do Justice League, uh, assuming I see it, um, and I will let you guys know Sunday if I have seen it or not. If it's not Justice League, next on the list, and I'm going to double check to make sure that it's streaming, is ET. ET is it still streaming? It is still streaming on Netflix. So, ET the 1982, which is the year I was born, classic movie. Um, year of Our Lord. I have, I've actually watched it not that long ago. It came on TV, and we just kind of stuck, and we started watching it. And anyway, lots of uh, interesting emotions about that. But if not, then next week it'll be Justice League. Um, so there. Something also interesting I learned is that Guardians of the Galaxy 2 is on Netflix. Yay. And we did not do a spoiler cast for that. So that might be worth doing, I think. I don't know. I think it might be fun. We did the first one as a spoiler cast. Yeah. Um, so, and typically whenever one of these big budget Marvel movies gets on Netflix, we do it. So, because we did Doctor Strange. Um so it might be worth doing. Um, anyway, just throwing that out there for future things. Um, and uh, there you go. Uh, that's our show. And before we go, I'm going to just remind you of our 200th episode is coming up extremely quickly. I'm not even ready for it. I'm just, I'm not. Please send us an email, cheapseatreviews at gmail.com, or you can message the Twitter account, the app at cheapseatcast. Um, and... Let us know what you want us to review, and we will do it. Yeah, what, what, okay, sorry. I didn't explain that very well. Email the show <laughs> or send, send me a direct message on Twitter. However you want to get in contact with me, that's the way you do it. Whatever you do, how you want to do it, I don't care. Just send me a message and let me know what you want to do. We're going to take, of all of the um, suggestions and whatever we get, uh, we're going to pick one at random, and you will win a $25 gift card to a movie theater of your choosing. I've already received one entry. Which is cool. Um, I sent one in. Come on. Yours does not count. Um, so, uh, so we've already gotten the one, and that was cool. So, if you guys would please get those in, so we can uh, we can get that going, it'll be great, and um, we'll do something fun for the two hundredth. Um, and yeah, that's it. So that's your show. Thank you for listening. Um, I think this is the right outro, I hope. <laughs> that hasn't changed in a, in a while, so it should be the same. Um, yeah, cool. Go, GoFundMe.com slash Cheap Seat Reviews is still a thing. Uh, check out our Anchor app. I will be posting one soon, probably before you hear this episode, on um, Kingsman 2, The Golden Circle. I got to watch that recently. Ooh. You might be surprised on my thoughts on that movie. Um, Interesting. Visit our website, CheapSeatReviews.com, for previous episodes. Leave us a review on iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, YouTube, wherever you can find us. Again, at CheapSeatCast is the Twitter account. So if you want to, again, do a uh, send me a DM 
through that. I'm, I'm good with that, too. Uh, and as always, you can send your emails to cheapseatreviews at gmail.com. That's it. That's our show. Thank you so much. Awesome. Andrew, thank you for joining us um, all yes. the way from Hickory. Absolutely. North Carolina. So I'm actually outside Sam's window right now. Oh, nice. Mm. Well, you have, you, you're, 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 you're clearly on a good microphone again, so you sound great. Well, thank you. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> 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 uh, really creepy, and i actually been standing there. That would have been awesome. Yeah. Well, Sam's been threatening that one for a long time. And this is the first time that the threat will go um, no, because, again, I'm in a hotel in Chicago. So, uh, anyway. What, what floor? Uh, third. Yeah. So, Still reachable. Still reachable. <laughs> <laughs>